0: Hello, everybody. How's it going? Cam's here with another episode. Of course, the cams are coming at you from a new walk that I've just found, or rather, I haven't found that my daughter showed me a few days ago. It's a beautiful boardwalk in the woods behind Corden Beach. It's amazing So I'm just heading Up the hill So I might get out of breath in a minute Which isn't good for podcasting But there you go It's been a bit of a a Crap day actually Because I woke up this morning with a headache And it got progressively worse As the day went on So I'm on my Relief I don't have any Stronger painkillers than that So they are kind of working And it's nice It's nice to get outside Get some fresh air This is my favourite time of year This time and October So I try and get out when I can And it's, it's really nice So What we're we going to talk about today Well Ah, I've actually come to the end of the boardwalk now So I've made a mistake with my directions Because this is not where I expected To appear 150 metres To the next section of the boardwalk Alright then Let's go find it (laughs) This scenery is incredible Facing the fish farm, which is not so incredible, but the views today are spectacular. The visibility is as good as it gets, actually. I can see all the way to the mainland. I'm going to understand this is audio, so it's not the best format for describing a scene, but what I'll do is I'll take a picture. So I'm just taking a photo now, and I can share that with you social media and pop a link in the description to this podcast episode so yeah (coughs) I've been struggling a bit this week if I'm honest not managing to work on my content as much as I would have liked but I've been exploring the reasons why that might be and the best way of exploring I find is to talk into a microphone. The second best way, or perhaps I should flip-flop those around and say that the best way is perhaps having a conversation with somebody else whom you love and respect. So that happened this week. I had a good talk with my friend Nicola over in Ireland. And she didn't pull her punches. It was a really valuable and worthwhile conversation. And she was pushing me to to work out why I'm experiencing resistance when it comes to doing the things that I love. For example, as you all know, I love guitars, I love music. So why is there resistance... ...to picking up the guitar and practising. Why am I having to set up... ...live streams... ...scheduled live streams... ...in order to make sure that I show up... ...for my guitar practice? It doesn't make sense. She recommended... Stephen Pressfield's book... ...The War of Art... ...which... ...funnily enough had been recommended to me already that day by Sarah, another part-time YouTuber Academy pupil. She's in Italy, and we met on a... well, we met during the course, but we were having a conversation during one of our co-working sessions, and we made a pact that we would both record a video in the afternoon co-working session, and during the conversation... She also recommended The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. So I feel like the universe was really telling me something. And interestingly enough, I just happened to have a copy of that book on my shelf. I bought it a month or so ago, with a kind of half idea of giving it to my daughter for her birthday. But I decided not to give her that, and I gave her instead The Artist's Way, which is another book I would like to read but I got her a really nice hardback copy for her birthday and I kept the Water of art. So last night I started to read it and within a few pages I knew already it was going to be an extremely helpful book. So I'm hoping to continue that tonight. I did also manage to push through some of the resistance and actually start making a video so I recorded yesterday as per my pack with Sarah And I've been editing today Which is, is good Even with a headache I've managed to edit about half of the A-roll And we're talking maybe a 20 minute video So I'm doing alright and I'm enjoying it But I am analysing lots of things One of the things that Nicola said to me was that I need to to start to think of this like a job. And in fact, there's nothing she said to me that I didn't already know. Which is good, because it's the sort of thing that I would be saying to other people in my coaching sessions. But what's interesting is that I... I don't seem to apply the logic... ...from my coaching sessions that I'm teaching... ...to my own content creation and my own business. So there's... ...there's definitely room for improvement here. So... ...one of the things... ...I came up with... ...during a conversation with another two friends... Karen and Priyanka... ...during a co-working session... ...a couple of weekends ago... ...was... To talk about what my channel was about, my YouTube channel, who my audience is, and what my niche is, and because of that conversation, I felt a little bit in the dark, whereas before that conversation I was quite clear. Now that might sound backwards, conversations are supposed to help you to discover and to talk through. The sorts of decisions that you should be making. But what came to light was that the decisions I had made and the content I was making was not, or were not, as good as they could be, and I was given suggestions as to how I might grow my channel quicker by being more strategic and more deliberate and more decisive. So that was the result of the conversation a couple of weekends ago, and that that kind of lack of clarity is, I think, what's been holding me back a bit in the past couple of weeks. And I suppose if I'm honest, if I think back to even a couple of months ago, when I felt like I was actually overthinking things, and I mean, this is my general MO in life. Is overthinking things and it doesn't often lead to results, in fact, I would say more often than not it does not lead to results. So I came to the conclusion as I was writing a newsletter that what I was going to do was I was going to start doing my talking head stuff early in the week as a video, something quick, unscripted off the cuff extemporaneous and publish that which would then free me up for the rest of the week to work on longer form storytelling with properly scripted dialogue or monologue and b-roll and a proper structure with the story and this week it didn't happen, last week it didn't happen. And last week I was blaming it on distractions. This week I'm blaming it on resistance. And so I want to know... I mean, distractions and resistance are, are bedfellows. The resistance is fueled by the distractions. So I find myself doing things like tagging my photos when I don't need to tag my photos because it's not moving my business forward. That sort of thing. So I need to figure out what's causing the resistance. And I think that that means I need to figure out what is actually my reason, what's my why. And once I get a handle on that, I think it will help me a lot. ...to overcome the resistance. So today I was thinking about... ...what I enjoy doing. If if I had no job to think about... ...if money was no object... ...what would I do when I woke up in the morning? And I started writing about this... ...last night actually. I think what I would probably do... ...is I would switch on Netflix... Or I would watch movies. Or I would read fiction. Now that's all leisure. None of that is work. So I need to find a work activity that feels like leisure. I enjoy making videos. This was my conclusion. I enjoy photography. I enjoy camera gear. I enjoy audio gear. I enjoy music. I enjoy making music. I enjoy writing. I enjoy making content. I mean, here I am. This is a leisure pursuit. I'm walking the dogs in beautiful scenery. And at the same time, I'm recording a podcast. I'm making content. I could equally be writing to get these thoughts out. I could be holding my camera up to my face to get these thoughts out. So making content is something I enjoy. It's something I've, I've been doing for years actually. When I used to sit in the office in Luxembourg working as a freelance translator, I used to spend half my day reading guitar forums in writing posts. When I worked as a translator in Almaty. I spent half my day. Learning about. Stock market investing. And posting on The Motley Fool. Making content. I enjoy. Now why is that? Is analysing that going to help me to get closer to my why? Is it. Because I yearn for humour and interaction because I would have said not I would have said that I was very reclusive introspective and enjoyed my own company more than any others but since the pandemic hit since Zoom calls became part of my everyday existence I've come to learn that I actually thrive on conversation, and human interaction. And I think part of that is why I enjoy making content. Part of it is probably because I'm looking for validation. I like when people click like on my posts, I like to see my subscriber count going up. I remember in the days of the Motley Fool, which was probably the first web-based discussion place that I ever hung out they had a system there called Rex, which was short for recommendations and if you wrote a good post it would get all the RECS and so I've always enjoyed that sort of dopamine rush of validation by other people which means I suppose by by extrapolation that what other people think of me matters to me which is a problem and that maybe I don't maybe I don't think highly of myself and I need that external validation to help me to get through the day which is also problematic so yeah there's there's something to talk about here I think and So yeah, let's rewind a bit. When I was talking to Priyanka and Kareen about my channel niche, my audience, etc. I came to the conclusion that I was going to do my Talking Head video. And this all partly came about because I was inspired by a content creator called Mike Kilcoin, whose videos I found really inspiring. And they remind me a little bit of Joe Gilder's vlogs. Joe Gilder. Is an audio engineer mixing and mastering and all that. And I learned how to mix from Joe when I was making the North Country Winters album. And he went through a stage of making vlogs which I found to be very compelling to watch. And so I really enjoy that kind of content. And if you, if you extrapolate from vlogs, I think One of the places you can end up is documentary. And documentaries involve storytelling. As do vlogs. Good vlogs are all about storytelling. In fact, good YouTube videos in general are all about storytelling. And this is something that I've learned from the part-time YouTuber Academy. That structuring your stories or structuring your videos in a certain format is going to help with user engagement user retention, click-through rates, subscriber counts, all the metrics. And I think when it comes to recording Talking Head video, even unscripted, in fact maybe especially unscripted, I seem to be not bad at telling stories. And the feedback that I got on the YouTube course was, I think almost exclusively positive and any of the critical feedback I got was not to do with the story so much as it was to do with some of the technical aspects. And I love... I'm a technician when it comes to that stuff, so I enjoy feedback like that, and I I enjoy giving feedback like that to other creators. And I do enjoy storytelling. Now, one of the things that came to light during Part-Time YouTuber Academy was... The idea of coaching. I actually hired a coach at the end of the first cohort for 12 weeks. And it began at the beginning of January. And it was bi-weekly. But it put me in that position of having to report to someone other than myself. And it wasn't just my coach, but it was his other coaches as well. Because we used to meet in a group setting. So I got to hear my other coaches being coached, which was in itself extremely useful. And I had someone to report to. So <clears throat> I, I don't understand why for the past two or three weeks I've been struggling with hitting record and making videos. Because as I've just said, I love making videos. It makes no sense. Is it Fear? I wouldn't say so although I could be wrong in fact I probably am wrong because what else would get in the way of making content other than fear where does resistance come from is it because all I want to do is watch Netflix that's not really true I love to get out and about And here I am out today with the dogs. But there was a day earlier in the week when I put off the going out. Even though the weather was nice. I had no headache. I had no Zoom calls scheduled. And so I ended up writing a newsletter post to try and get me off my arse and out the door. And it worked. In fact, that was the day that I ended up discovering this boardwalk path that I'm on today because my daughter came with me and we had a lovely walk together but it took me about an hour to get off my arse now why is that? one of my favourite places in the world which I can't really get to now because our Akita isn't she's getting old and stiff and she can't get up the hill but there's a hill at the back of my house which takes you up to the, the forestry and it's it's such a stunning place, it's unbelievable. And it also gives you an amazing workout to get there. And when I'm up there, many a time I've told myself, Cams, remember how this feels. Remember how amazing you feel. And think on that the next time you can't be asked putting your shoes on and taking the dogs out. It's simple. But it doesn't work. It does not work. When I'm sitting in the house, cosy and warm in front of my computer, doing nothing really in particular, it still feels like a chore to take the dogs out. Now, this is not a new human experience. I've heard many people talk about the idea of not wanting to go for a run. And deciding that they're not going to go for a run, they're just going to put the shoes on. Just put your running shoes on, you don't need to go for a run. And once you've put the running shoes on, it feels much easier to step out the door. So that's what I'm facing. Resistance. Resistance that I know not whence it comes. I do not understand it. I wish it would go away. And even with a business coach, the resistance is still there. Now, with the coaching myself that I've started doing this month, at the end of last month I got my very first paid client, which was one of the most exciting things that's happened to me in a long, long time. I really enjoy it and I enjoy the feeling that I have when I'm in a coaching session because it feels very much like being on stage in some ways, but it's also something that I think I'm naturally good at. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here or anything. I've been told that that is the case, otherwise I wouldn't have pursued it, but I do feel like that is the case and I feel energised when I do it, when I'm sitting with somebody who's struggling in a creative slump. I mean, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? Because That's really what I'm talking about as far as my own content goes, the creative slump which is brought about by fear and resistance. And yet (laughs) I'm able to analyse why somebody else is experiencing a creative slump based on fear and resistance. I'm talking them through strategies on how to deal with it. And here's me sitting in the middle of a big fat creative slump And having to be coached by Nicola and Priyanka and Kareen. But it's actually a beautiful thing when you consider it. I think that that's probably a human thing. It's easy to, to know how to help other people and not yourself. I think that's just part of being human and it's... A question of acceptance in a lot of ways. I just have to accept that that's the way it is. But that's not to say that I don't need to find a way of moving past this. And making myself be the best that I can be. I believe that I have what it takes to build a successful YouTube channel. To build a successful coaching business. And eventually to, to start to make good documentary film. So I mentioned Michael Coyne earlier. I was looking at Michael Coyne's website today and he has a page on there that talks about his why and his goal setting strategies, etc. And it's, it was very helpful to read. So I think in tandem with the war of art and some strategies based on building like a notion system that's the sort of thing that Michael Coyne uses. Writing, making content. I think I can keep moving forward. The darkness is something I've not mentioned and that's a factor in my life by which of course I mean the black dog of depression. That's a thing that I experience from time to time. I'm no longer medicated. I stopped all that about a year ago now, I think. Came off all the meds. So I'm now unmedicated and I'm dealing with life on life's terms. I'm no longer relying on any kind of alcohol or medication to help me to deal with life. It's just me and my friends and my family and my support network. And I think I can do it. I... I know that other people believe in me, and I need to start believing in myself, I need to start showing up, I need not to to be the person who doesn't make content because I don't feel like it that day, that's not the way to be successful. Discipline, that's a word I'm going to use, I am lacking discipline, there are no consequences, at least immediate consequences to my not producing any content on a particular day so the discipline's not there the accountability's not there that's something I can work on I have enough people that I can talk to through part-time YouTuber Academy and my network of friends I have enough people that I can talk to so there is no reason why I need to be finding myself in a creative slump and facing resistance I did start a system of timetabling my day, structuring my day with certain work sessions and relaxation sessions and it all went tits up and now I'm blaming the clocks changing I was getting up at 7, I was going out with the dogs, I was journaling at 8, I was working from 9 till 11, I was having breakfast 11 till 12, I was working 12 till 2, co-working session 2 till 3, Zoom calls 3 till 5, it was working. Then the clocks changed, I started waking up at half past 8 and that was how my days started to slip again and I let that happen, that was me. So I'm going to leave it there. This has been a long one. I hope you've got some value from it. I think what I'm going to do in the future is instead of building in public on my YouTube channel, I'm going to use this podcast for that so that I can get all of this stuff out and free me up for some better content on YouTube. That's one of the things that came up both with Priyanka and Kareem and with Nicola is that you know building in public has its value but you know not everyone's there for that. It can be pretty boring as far as video content goes. So I need to be thinking about how to build better YouTube videos in order to build my channel because that's my business direction. And so getting my thoughts out with the building in public idea in my podcast, that frees me up to make better video content going forward. So that's what I'm going to do. If you want to stick with me and follow my building in public journey, then subscribe to the podcast. If you want to watch my YouTube channel blow up and be part of that, you want to learn how I get to stay sober and what life can look like once you get recovery subscribe to my channel because I've got some great ideas going forward I just need to execute on them so I will leave it there I'll thank you all for listening my YouTube channel is at youtube.com my newsletter if you have a care to is at camscampbell.com And I'm very active on Twitter. That's a great place to start a conversation. At Camule. So like Samuel, but with a C. Thanks for listening, folks. I'll talk to you all in the next episode. Bye for now.